Pickaxe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast, episode 101. Finally, finally. We did it. Finally. That's right. Finally done. We did it. We did the live show at YogCon. It's all done. All the hype was not worth it, and we had a, 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 a mediocre show. It was, it was, yeah, well, it, it was, was fairly it was a different mediocre. Show. It was just like every other podcast. I don't know what people expected. Consistently well, mediocre. Consistent mediocreness. Well, it, it's different being on stage. You know, yeah. it's a bit intense. It's like the lights are all on you. You feel like, you feel like you get instant feedback on all the laughs. That was weird. You know, sometimes you make a joke and no one laughs. And yeah. Sometimes you just say normal stuff and everyone laughs. And it's like, uh oh, <laughs> people are just laughing at my normal stuff that i didn't intend to be funny yeah you get um, a good gauge for why people find you funny and to see if they're laughing with you or at you right yeah definitely different people laugh at different times bits yeah. different people have different senses of humor i think it was different for the different difficult for the audience i spoke to some of the audience guys and they were like oh it was really nice to watch it with other people but they definitely weren't laughing at the same time I was sometimes or they were like right they were they were I, some people said I laughed more when I was at home and some people said they laughed more when they were here in the, in like in the in the audience it's weird. I, I find that I, I laugh a lot more if I'm in an audience like if I go to see a comedian yeah. and I'm seeing it live I'm laughing my ass off whereas when yeah. I watch it the laughter is infectious yeah. right other people laughing makes you laugh sometimes I think maybe it's a different maybe it's a different thing though like I can I can see that some people might feel uncomfortable but normally like in a cr- crowd you feel like you can just you know sing along into the laugh along into the crowd it's, it's obviously a social thing laughing yeah. in a group you know you're all sort of saying hey we're all on the same side here. And also, I think a big part of laughing is saying, I'm not a, the butt of this joke. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Haha, <laughs> I'm safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said butt. I really, I honestly, I really enjoy doing the Triforce and chatting to you lads. Because it's like an hour of my week when I'm not focused on anything else other than listening to people talking and just having a chat. Yeah. Because normally I'm doing something else, playing Dota or cooking dinner while my kids are, you know, talking about something. And yeah. it's just... It's difficult to just sit down and have a conversation. I think that's yeah. I actually yeah. find it very therapeutic. We, we do do a lot of streaming and a lot of other things. And you're always there's always something in the background. Whereas actually, this this is kind of like a even like a lunch meeting or something. You're all, all like thinking about what you're gonna have for lunch. You're eating lunch. You know, you can't sometimes you can't get a chance to actually just just talk. Um, and speaking of lunch, yesterday I was scrambling around trying to find some something to eat for lunch. Some eggs. Um, yeah. And there was like a sandwich in the fridge, like a store-bought sandwich. Old? And it was like some sort of like roasted veggie on tomato bread thing. Okay. But you know when you buy a sandwich, like a box sandwich, and it has like the, you know, it's like a triangle-shaped box and it has like the little window and stuff. And you can see there's like a lot of moisture inside the packaging. Mm. Sometimes you open up the sandwich and the bread is all soggy and stuff. Like if you haven't eaten it straight away, because it was just in the right. fridge. Never seen so that. So I open happen, this but... thing up and I take a bite and like the it's like it's like when you use Wonder Bread for your hamburger bun. You know what I mean? Like the burger's too juicy and it makes like the bread all soggy and stuff. It was like that. It was really gross. I took one bite and I was like, I can't eat this. <laughs> I was in a real funk. I was like depressed, just like, you know sort of like lumbering around in my kitchen trying so to So you find... had like hunger depression because there was nothing yeah. in the kitchen. Uh, but I, it needs this to be something to quick though, you know. I wasn't going to prepare something. So you, you need like a piece of fruit. 
Like a banana or, well, or an apple. Yeah, well, listen, I open up the cereal cupboard just on the off chance that maybe there's something in there. And what do I see? I see Dorset muesli. Like, have you ever seen this stuff? It's like yes. Oh, my god. Dorset County muesli or, or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like... Simply fruity. I love it. So I'm like, what the fuck? Great. So I pour a bowl of this muesli and I... I poured some whole milk on it, okay? I'm not using any... I'm just going whole milk now because okay. I just find it tastes better on cereal. It does taste better. And holy shit, the, it was so delicious. So delicious that it made me think of a classic Wu-Tang Clan track called Method Man. Uh, <laughs> but I've done a remix of it. What is this it. anecdote? You've yeah, done a remix? I've done a, re- I've done a remix of the opening of Method Man to celebrate Dorset Muesli. Oh, Are you ready? please share this. All right. Ready? Uh, yes, lead me yes. in. Do like the piano bit and the tick, 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 and I'll and I'll do the, the opening bit, okay? I, I can't do a piano bit. I don't have Just, a piano. All right, okay. All right, ready? You do it. From the slums of Dorset, Muesli Man strikes again. It's roasty. It's toasty. Old fruity bastard. Peach parfait <laughs> made by a chef. Good God! Oat face killer and the Muesli Man. M-U-E-S-L-I Man. Yeah? <laughs> you like this? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! All right, man, somebody remix the hell out of that, please. It was life-changing. I fucking oh, amazing. Yeah. I love oh the way you're eating music and what pops into your head is the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, M-U-E-S-L-I, man. <laughs> I was loving it. Man, I loved it so much. It was good. <laughs> I can imagine you just like bopping around the kitchen, hold like 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 just with a grin on your face because you've got a mouthful of cereal just crunching down on that. Yeah. Bopping. Oh, bopping. I can That's exactly see it the same so kind of word my mum uses mind. Would, yeah. would be the word bopping. I was, I was bopping big time, yeah. Just love, yeah. Just love it so much. Big bopper. Yeah, so it was uh, it was a real nice one. It's, uh, it's turned out to be a real good lunch in the end. I was no longer depressed after all of that. That's that's really good to all hear. All it took was a simple remix and some muesli and bam, just right back <laughs> simple, at 100%. Simple muesli-based remix. <laughs> I like yeah. to think that the... The Wu-Tang Clan would be delighted to hear that, um, other than the, what is it, the 36 chambers or whatever, yeah. muesli in the the 36 cupboards yeah, of yeah, sips. Yeah. Man, yeah. I love that intro to you. It's so so iconic, isn't it? With all the... They're great. Saying all the names and stuff. Wu-Tang for life. Wu-Tang forever, baby. I'm a big fan of ODB. Yeah. Rest in peace. This is just a beautiful window into your life, isn't it, really? Man, fucking yeah. rest in peace, ODB. Absolutely. Man, I I feel sorry for ODB. He had such a bum deal in the end. Like he clearly had some mental problems. Like I think he was diagnosed schizophrenic and stuff like while he was in jail. But leading up to him going to jail, he was so fucking like unhinged and stuff. And then when he came out of jail, there wasn't that much money left. And and then he just fucking OD'd on like cocaine. Like what the hell? I didn't even know you could OD on cocaine. You know, I, I... I feel like um, the guys that were around in that era, that sort of golden era of hip hop and, and rap, um, they, they seemed more heroic to me. Like I, I aspired because they were so cool. Yeah. And you knew that they were sort of, they were they were like real people. They didn't feel manufactured. It felt no, more yeah, to me it was like a really bunch of guys back then. Yeah. that were like literally either from the streets or they were friends. And I just felt, it felt real to me. Whereas I feel now it feels a bit more manufactured with all the auto-tuning and stuff like that. Sure. But I think like I look at nowadays, the Wu-Tang Clan and, and, and those kind of guys and I think, damn, these guys were for real, you know? I was watching an interview with uh, with Wu-Tang and it, like, it was on, you know, like MSNBC or something like that. And uh, they were talking about, 
you know, things that, um, you know, we should not like or whatever. It was like some segment on the show. It was like, uh, we have to do away with or, or something like that. And um, they were talking about like GM foods and like all this stuff. And then uh, I think it was Inspector Deck said something about like hating on the old school. Like apparently this is a thing with like new new wave hip hop or new new rap. They're like, um, they're, they're trying to like, get away from like the golden age of hip hop. Yeah, I bet they are because it's a horrible trying... comparison for them. Yeah, yeah. They they're trying to like make, they're, they're trying to like um, wean people off of it sort of thing as if yeah. to say like, oh, it doesn't matter. We're here now and this is what it is and like we're better or, or whatever. But like what? <laughs> it's, you can't like, you, we don't just like ignore fucking the Beatles and like Led Zeppelin I'd like, stuff, I'd like it know? if authors did that. You know what I mean? If yeah. authors just suddenly started trashing all the guys that they'd read when I mean these guys were listening to that shit growing up. You can't turn around and say they all sucked. Yeah, I know. We're better. Just really... you know, pay some respect, man. Come on. Yeah. So they were just saying like it's not it's not right. They paved the way. You know, they put in the work. Like when when it was not even a popular yeah. genre of music when it was up and coming and it was just and considered politicians like, wanted to shut them down and stuff. Absolutely. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So and they you know they had to work really hard to get get their name out there and oh, get man. signed to labels and and shit like that so it's like yeah it's a weird one i was surprised i just thought what the fuck like i thought everybody just you know respected these guys and what they they'd done and everything but i, I guess hate not to hear about that kind of beef <laughs> yeah that's some my some money's on the on the og lads because i tell you what there's no way these young guys these days are going to compete with people who actually grew up in compton you know what i mean yeah that's the thing. I mean, if you I don't ask, think they need to though. NWA seen, will fuck them up. I don't care if you see Old Town Road. Is this like a like a folk band from? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So number one on the US Billboard is the like it's been number one since like I don't know if it's still number one, but it was number one since March. Like a record. It's been like seventeen oh, right. weeks. What is it? It's a song by Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Is he related like a, to? Like like Nas or is he no not right. at all? Why is he little he's, Nas? Why is he called just, Lil? That's what he's called. Lil just calls himself that Nas X. Yeah, so it's okay. So it's like What's a the viral... song called Old Town Road. Yes, yeah, he's like got a... a he's got another song here, here with 138 million listens called Panini. <laughs> I do love Paninis. Oh, man, I love Paninis as Maybe well. Maybe he's literally just rapping so, about the things what, he. Can which see. one is it? The Old Town Road remix or Old Town Road? Just Old Town Road. Yeah, it's like basically it got popular. It went viral on like TikTok, I think, or something like that, because everyone was like posting pictures of themselves, like as if they were riding a horse and stuff. Right. Um, and it's about horses, obviously. People have been like asking him, being like, you know, oh, you know, what what is it about? Is it about like, the, oh, I the, heard is this, it like yeah. a metaphor for something? And he's like, about horses. Uh, it's just it's just about horses. It's it's like a, but he, I mean, he's. He's like 20. He's just like a viral meme guy. It's weird. And, you know, obviously he, he's come out and become like this big star about it. But like, you know, in, we live in a world where people can be like anonymous. You know, you don't have to live in Compton. You don't have to, you know, be a part of that neighborhood to be hugely famous in like the, the music, popular music yeah, scene. Yeah, I mean, you could be like Muesli Man and just come from the slums of Dorset. <laughs> Dorset Coast. Exactly. You could hey, come from anywhere nowadays. Dorset's a beautiful county. I want to hear a word against it. Yeah, yeah. I would love it if the Wu-Tang announced their new member, Muesli Man. Muesli Man. Spit some hard truths about music. 
<laughs> exactly. Oh my I, I God. don't know. Like that whole that whole like I think I think rap and, th- and this sort of world has always thrived from the drama, right? And yeah. and benefited from the killings and the the early death of the artists and like they're very rough like offensive like rivalries and stuff with each other and beef. the drugs they call it beef. beef they call it beef yeah and and the lamb and you know yeah. the chicken all of it uh, it's i don't know like it's it's kind of it's still a part of it today like you certainly you see like the the more controversial the more ridiculous the people are sometimes the better they they do like people who are like 17 and covered from head to toe in tattoos and piercings like you know what's that lad called that's got the number 69 tattooed all over him i i hesitate to say his name is lil 69 but i suspect it is lil 69 x yeah yeah his name is six 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 nine yeah six ix nine I and E, yeah. Takeshi sixty nine. Takeshi, yeah. Is that so? With, are these all like internet names? Like, is that are these like their? That sounds like a forum user. Quake, Quake clan names that have just <laughs> they've just reused. Like, a, like if I use mine, I mean, I guess I use mine right now in my capacity as like a f- really young, fresh, attractive internet celebrity. Like, I still use my internet name. Uh, it feels like it feels like you can. You don't like, really the, use yours anymore, though, Lewis. You just like. Uh, you know, everybody yeah, just calls I, I haven't referred name. to you as Zephos in a very long time. Yeah, me neither. Well, man. that's true. I mean, Lewis I is such a good, it's such an iconic yeah. personality. Thanks, now, guys. You know? Yeah, I came up with it. My parents came up with it. Yeah, well done. Um, man. Wow, God. How did they do it? Like, what do you I think know, uh, motivated time. them and inspired them to pick that name of all the names? But, but like, do you do you think that all you need to do for Muesli Man to be like like successful is just be as offensive as possible, right? Like, no. just incredibly. But that's what it is. Like these modern rap no, songs are like Kendrick, they're like man. about not mindlessly having offensive. sex with bitches. Like I don't know, like uh, Rakim as well. He was never overly offensive. He was just like he just had like amazing flow and lyrical prowess and stuff like that. He wasn't. I don't think it, it wasn't was. Like, I don't think fuck they you, would, Fuck your mother. No, I don't think they the were back in the stuff. day. But I think some of them now feel like they're incredibly aggressive and like. Like deliberately, nah, it's always been like that. Look at gangster rap and the like. Uh, it's always been very aggressive and gangster rap. That, 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 that end of it, yeah, that, that end of it. But there's it. there's always been rap that's really yeah, like thoughtful yeah, like and, and smart. I mean. Like uh, like jazz mataz and like a lot of East Coast uh, hip hop early on. You know, like Jungle Brothers and like uh, Tribe Called Quest and stuff. Yeah, they were all really chill. Though, like real, it was yeah. real hip hop that wasn't didn't have like any sort of like organized crime leanings or aspirations or anything like there's definitely Far side they were a good example they were just yeah they were great yeah there's definitely like a line where you know like you you're either one side or the other and that would be like you know hip-hop and probably gangster rap you know like nwa i, I guess you just there's, yeah, there's yeah. nothing there's no other like genre of anything where crime is apart from maybe like the mafia kind of being cool where where crime is like celebrated you know uh, maybe the yakuza or what something about like folk like, music old folk music like cowboy uh, music not like celebrated in the same way not like i'm gonna fucking jump in my whip and mow you down with an uzi and stuff like that but it's like 
you know, like, yeah, kind of like old folk songs about like small towns or whatever. Like there's definitely some celebration of like sticking it to the man, right? Like the like social movement aspects of it and everything. Like so usually man should do like white collar crime. Yeah. Like um like I'm gonna insider trading. I'm gonna do and... some insider trading and <laughs> I'm gonna beef up my stock portfolio and then I'm gonna do some fucking <laughs> The tax evasion. espionage. <laughs> Gonna lobby the government to get lower taxes on my businesses. I mean, I, I will say, right, like grime, which is big in big in the UK now, grime is kind of uh, pro-crime. Grime is pro-crime. Yeah, it's always talking about knives and beef and, grime and stabbings court. and shootings. And yeah. There's like oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. But sure. that's kind of... That's kind of in the same, same. I don't want to say the same world as as rap, but it is grime is definitely it's in the feels same vein. more or any or any. I guess any other medium, you know. I guess there's not like too many. Like there's a lot of video games that you play as like a bad guy, right? Yeah. And you can be like in Yakuza or um, I don't know, like lots of things like Fallout and The Witcher, like role play games. You can play as a, a criminal character or do and, like GTA. nasty things like gta is a, a really good example of something where you can just yeah exactly you know do horrible stuff yeah so i suppose it does exist um and that's one of the most the most successful games of all time gta yeah. but they've never paid i read this week that rockstar never paid a single yeah i read that too and worse can still, you believe it worse still they got Money. They got funding from the government to help them out. But from the Scottish government? No, like, from the uh, UK government. From the UK. I thought they were based in Scotland. Yeah, but there's not... It, it, I don't think that... like the, You know, we're a United Kingdom sips, right? So it's I know, different. but they've got their own, like, Scotland... Like, they've got their own assemblies, right? Which, yeah, they do. But I don't think that means that their taxes I think, just go to Scotland. That's not No, no, point. no. I know. But I think that they can put together schemes for, like, you know, uh, funding. Well, the, but like, this was UK-wide. To, right, okay. To, because it, at the time, they knew that the games industry was, like, a, a growing industry. It yeah. was doing well in the UK. So they gave them some, like tax breaks and they gave them some funding to help out and say like you know let's uh, let's grow this industry and rockstar was like we'll have that money because why yeah. wouldn't they why but then they, they literally yeah. paid zero tax like none and they've yeah. made billions from gta and red dead and all the rest of it I i'm i'm astounded yeah i'm not surprised i'm just disappointed i don't know like i don't know so old town road guys it's quite a big deal you should listen to it I, i've heard, I've it. heard I it before heard I, didn't, it. I didn't i didn't know. know what you were talking about at first uh but i, I didn't realize heard, it was so big i had i Horses have heard that back. song before yeah yeah well it's it's just a, it's a sign of the times guys like you know it's a sign of could, the times it's it's like anonymous it, could, it came out kind of fairly just that was a print song. out of nowhere and i guess that's what this is the world we live in you know yeah it's exciting to hear, like, to have, like, 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 people, you know, not not to have the establishment just get everything for free because they're the famous guys. And so, so, right, they, he, so he just came out of nowhere with that song and everybody loved it and they listened to it. Yeah. And now he's a superstar. It's really short as well. It's, it's like good. one minute 50 or something. It's I really feel short. like, um, I feel like that, like, Ninja was a lot like that, right? Like, uh, I was talking about him over the weekend because, you know, like, he's moved over to Mixer. He got a deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Microsoft to start streaming on Mixer and stuff. And um, I remember, I remember when PUBG first came out, and we were playing it. And um, I was doing what I do with every game, like that I start playing. 
I was playing it and then I'd have a stream on in the background. And um, there were there were a couple of people playing it at the time. I was watching like uh, Sacriel, remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. He's not, don't he's still going. Like he's not he's not gone. <laughs> but he was playing it a lot. And um, and then and Ninja was playing it too. And I guess Ninja was like a big Halo player or something. I don't know much about his background. Halo three, or I think. Yeah, he played like he was like a professional. So he's playing PUBG and he had like he had a decent amount of viewers. Like he had like two thousand viewers or, or something like that and was like okay cool and he seemed like pretty good at the game and stuff and then fucking a couple of weeks later like when i guess when the fortnite battle royale came out i i just like immediately thought well wow, that's gonna be garbage like i played the the pve fortnite and it was fun enough i guess for a bit but i didn't put much stock into the battle royale and then all of a sudden he was just like number one on twitch and it was just i thought i just found that crazy that his his rise was just so crazy like it was just all of a sudden, it went from like having two thousand viewers to having like eighty thousand viewers. All of a yeah, sudden, yeah, it's nuts. Like it was just I think it overnight. It definitely went hand in hand, though. I think his, like him and other people streaming the game and the game itself being like very um, well built for an audience. It's the same thing that happened with Minecraft, really. Um, you know, back in the day, yeah, there were certain. But like us, you know, we got big from Minecraft in the same way that he's gone big from from Fortnite. But it did help that he was he was an extremely he was a pro gamer. Like, yeah, for sure. People yeah. wanted to watch him to learn to how to get better. Yeah, you know, because that's what that's a lot of that's a big reason for people to watch Twitch. That's why they to, watch us. That's why we watch us. Yeah, the Twitch culture is is different like that, isn't it? On YouTube, it's much more personality driven. Yeah, on Twitch, so. it's personality driven to a point, but. Definitely um for the for the mass audience, I'd it say. Definitely it's more favors about pros. Yeah. Better, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah. I think he's obviously on the right time zones as well. I think we are here in Europe are not as well fitting into time zones. So what you're saying is the reason I don't get eighty thousand viewers is because I'm in the wrong time zone. Yeah. I'm bad at games. And you kid there's no possible way for you to have blue hair either, Flax, at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm literally rocking the least fashionable haircut there is. Yeah. Um, like blue I'm hair seems AM. to make a big difference. Like all the I big could, YouTubers I think I could be streamers. his dad. Like how old is Ninja? He's like twenty five or something, I think. Like he is yeah. twenty eight. So if oh, I had okay. him when I was fifteen, yeah. you know, That's he, was, he looks like like the son I may have had when I was fifteen. You know what I mean? Like a, it was an accident, but yeah. we were like, he's you know, we'll try our best. <laughs> I knew somebody <laughs> who had a kid. I knew like a, a couple in high school. I know lots they were of people. Sixteen years old, and they had a kid, so it's not impossible. I know lots of people, and they honestly, um, one of my very oldest friends, one of Mrs. F's oldest friends, she uh, she had a kid young, turned out fantastic. Kid's great. She's doing great. Right. It's uh, it's one of those things, but I still They're wouldn't married. recommend it. They got married. <laughs> no, but I, I I really wouldn't recommend it. It's definitely kids. People are having kids later and later nowadays. Um, they are. Yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. which is not you know. that people were having them at fifteen regularly when we were. No, I think it was like I think back then, like, but my my parents' parents, it was like you pretty much got married when you were eighteen and then went on to have like ten kids. Like uh, I think that was just the 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 day and age back then, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Remember my grandma saying that like she got married young, they didn't have any mod cons, so she had to like use a washboard to like do the laundry all day and make her own bread and shit like that. And they had like ten kids. They lived on an army base and stuff, and it was like, okay, grandma, that's just so utterly crushingly depressive thanks for telling me this uh but she was happy for I, it she seemed like yeah fun, i you don't know? think just, like, they didn't have anything else back then i guess so tough. you know they didn't have wow or like 
iPhones. They didn't have Tinder or anything like that. You know, they didn't have any of the the modern sort of like time wasters and things that think that things that prolong responsibility in adults and stuff like that. They were just ready to go. It's like I'm done school. All right, I'm gonna go work at the box factory for eighty hours a week and. <laughs> Fucking gonna have a wife at home who wears a dress down to her ankles and uh, fucking uses a washing board to do the laundry. Cool. Ah, the box factory. Yeah, the old old box factory, eh? The American all, dream. Always there for us, yeah, you know? Always there. Everyone's gonna need boxes. Yeah, that's it. You, you know? need boxes for everything. It's crazy. God. Yeah. I need some boxes. I need to have a tidy up. Man, most things wouldn't even sell without the boxes. Like so important. It's crazy. I'm gonna have a big. I'm gonna have a big office tidy up. I've decided. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah. I'm gonna. I just wanna. I wanna sort of get a little bit of a, a, t- a big, a big sort out yeah. of all my crap. There's a lot of crap in that office. It's got to be said. Even my kids, who are owners of a lot of crap and uh, leave stuff lying around everywhere, we um, we when we were in Bristol for a yogcon, uh, I think it was like Thursday. Maybe it was Wednesday night last week. Uh, we came by the office, but it was like eight o'clock and there was like, bar- there was barely anybody there. There's a couple people like getting ready for the weekend or whatever. Right. And um, so I showed like my wife and the kids cause they hadn't seen like the new office, right? They, they, they'd only been to the old right. one. So we had to look around and they were, they were pretty impressed and stuff. They liked it, but they both turned around to me at one point and said, why is there so much stuff in here? And I said, you know what? I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> there's just so much shit in here. Like, you thought our house was bad. This is crazy. Like, there's crap everywhere. What kind of, what do you, what, what do you mean? Like, oh, God, what kind of crap? Like clothes all over the place. There was just like food, like, you know, half open food laying around all over the place by computers oh, and my stuff. God. The kitchen is a disaster. Well, think how many people work in those offices. I know. Well, this is it. There was like shoes all over the place. There was like just toys, Lego and crap all yeah, over the place. Yeah, there's a lot of toys. You look like, at Tom and Ben's desk area. I know. It's just like. Just toys. We, Kurt was looking at your models, Lewis, your painted models and stuff. He liked those. Oh, well, yeah. And I told him that you that you paid people to paint them for you. <laughs> he seemed a bit, <laughs> <laughs> seemed devastated by that. But Well, I've done like one shelf myself, but they take a long time. Yeah. And I think that like, I've kept one of my armies fairly pure. Nice. Which is like, but the rest of them, I just... <laughs> The I rest just, of them, I just couldn't I just, be fucked. I just can't be fucked. <laughs> I've got money, so I thought, you know what? I met the guy that's painting your models at Yogcom. Yes. Yeah, nice guy. Um, well, who was nice he? Man. Describe him he's to me. So a I can... shadowy figure, clad only right. in black. He had a long leather jacket on, and when he opened it up, toys, files of paints. And everywhere <laughs> he went, he was stood upon a small <laughs> little piece of square plastic with little in. tiny rocks glued onto it. <laughs> The painter. He's, that was him. <laughs> nice. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I've got a lot of I've got a lot of different hobbies, right? I've, but I think that that painting models is is something I've I struggle with. I think because it's such a fiddly little thing to do. You know, I like lo- you know those people who paint like on a on a flipping pinhead or whatever, and they do like amazing. Yeah, yeah they tiny... put like a draw like a picture of Jesus on like a pinhead and stuff. My my, I'm shaky. My hands are shaky enough as it is. You know, like just from all the 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 the, the stress of this high high profile, you know, public figure job. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm just I'm not very steady handed. I've never been able to really draw or like have any artistic kind of you know real. We're not judging skill. you. No. I don't think anyone should judge you. 
No one's, don't worry. No, no one. I, I, I do judging. feel a bit bad about it. Don't worry. It's, it's embarrassing. Don't feel bad it's just about a, it. It's just a, an element of your hobby Man, that, that you're not all that around. interested in. Like yeah, I didn't mean to, like chill. You know, open some wounds. Start a That's chain okay. reaction. I feel a bit guilty about it. Why do you feel guilty about paying someone to paint your models? It, it, there's nothing to feel guilty about there. I don't know. It don't feels worry. not. It doesn't feel genuine. Like, but at the same time, like you know, these guys who I. I'd like to support their career in a sense because, like, it's got because it's pretty it's pretty tough to make a living because people don't really value. I think your effort if you paint tiny toys, it takes fucking ages. Yeah, it's a and craftsmanship. People, damn it, people don't pay you like what it's worth. You know, like you, I, you I think do. that if you you need to be like well, Lester on the wire to enjoy a hobby like that, though. You <laughs> yeah. basically have to enjoy it on somebody else's time, right? Like otherwise, it's, you just feel like fuck. I could be doing like something else right but now. But like, I I I feel like it's a common thing on the internet to like. Like undervalue other people's time you know they're like oh can i get a logo and they're like you know they yeah that'll be like 20 quid and for like, exposure what? i'll only give you a tanner it's like fucking, this this fucking like two sucks. hours of work you know you know like like I, i've kind of well i've probably spoken about this before but you know if you if you wanted to buy like a a, a, a proper painting from like a proper shop you know you could look at like 500 quid for like a painting you'd be like holy shit i'm not paying 500 quid for a painting i could just get a print from ikea for you know 19 quid or whatever but when you look at it that's like 500 quid that's like you know that's how much we pay our artists for like a week of work you know like that's how long it takes you know it takes like it's not easy to do this and these people have got like a lot of skill and a, reward a lot people of time for their and effort skill and talent and hard work damn it yeah reward I them i know it's, it's funny i mean that's something that robots won't be able to take over I hey think. talking about robots that reminded me of something i don't know why robots reminded me of something i've been reading about you know cern and the large hadron collider you know about this yeah so in case anyone out there doesn't Wait, know the large they, hadron collider yeah well didn't they have some problems with it and they couldn't they couldn't do the collide like they oh, that was ages ago. They're, they're colliding all the time. Have their colli right? Are they in full oh. collision? They're colliding mode? like crazy. Right, okay. They're literally they're like two right now. They're like two bunnies just going at so it. Wait, yeah. Isn't there like the a risk that they can like uh, tear a hole in the fabric of time by, uh, by no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, practicing no. such sorcery? In, uh, no, in there is. It's like a 0.00001% risk. So yeah. this is funny because if you Google CERN, on, if you look it up on YouTube, I should say, right. I'd say the first 20 or 30 results, there might be one video that's actually related to CERN and the rest are pictures of demons coming out of portals and two hour long videos, which you know are going to be amazing, of some guy saying, the scientists of CERN are seeking to destroy God and stuff like this. All right, I'm looking, I've done a Google image search for um, for CERN right now. And I got to say that all of these pictures are incredibly impressive. Like, what is all this stuff? There's pipes and wires and like people with so hard hats. That's the, that's the accelerator. All right, okay. That's the accelerator. So what they, it's like a huge, I think it's 26 kilometers long. And they accelerate these uh, hadrons yeah. up to near the speed of light. Right. And then they use magnets to, to narrow the beam of them so that they're likely to collide. And then they run them through these, these pieces of machinery that are able to see these collisions. Because they're obviously, we're talking about at the atomic level, you're trying to catch a, a, a snapshot of what happens when these things collide. And they're looking for consistencies because that means if you see the same things coming out each time, those things must be inside the other thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're trying to find the subatomic particles, what's inside an atom. And when they bang them together, these little quarks and muons and all the rest uh, of it here, I found come it. spiraling out. UFOholic.com. CERN's awake experiment accused of opening a stargate. 
and causing all this gear. That's exactly <laughs> dot, dot, the kind of thing. I don't even want to go to that site. I'm just like, no, don't. No, no, I'm not. No. So, I mean, this, I think the LHC has been featured quite heavily in sci fi and like books and things about time warps and all sorts of shit. Like it basically like there's one thing about time travel, which is that, you know, you, one, of, one of the theories about time travel is you can only time travel as far back as the first time machine was built, you see. So people think that the people use the LHC as this idea that you could warp into it somehow. But it's not really built like that. It's more like a kind of very fine cable about sort of tiny millimeter wide and then a huge array of like magnets and cooling chambers and stuff like this, you know, for 17 miles right? Um, to accelerate a neutron or an electron or some incredibly small particle to very close to the speed of light and then do it in the opposite direction as well and smash them together. Right. To- so if they, if they could go back in time, then theoretically, um, they could go back in time and, uh, and, and pay for their harshest critics uh, to get laid so that when they come back to present time, they're not so much of a problem anymore, right? Because all of a sudden it's like, yeah, okay, I actually don't really care about this anymore because I, I got some 25 I, I, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. What you're are you saying that you want to, or they could go back in time and all these scientists could get laid. Yeah. So they wouldn't have to do all this nerdy yeah, well, stuff. Well, no, not those guys. Like, I want the sci- the actual scientists to keep doing the work. But what about, like, all these guys that are saying, like, oh, they've opened up a portal to hell and stuff. Those guys. I don't think they're critics. I think they're idiots. They're, yeah, they're just morons. Well, they... they they're, but they're having, they're having, like... yeah. Okay, they're maybe poor making... choice of words, but, like, the theory still stands, right? Like, is that... Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, think, I think the main problem is that there's a group of people out there who, if they had their way... If they'd been around, say, a hundred thousand years ago when we when we mastered fire, they would have said we shouldn't mess with this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's always been that group of people who see any it's scientific never catch progress. On. What's as, wrong with just eating like yeah, raw, raw stuff, food's fine? You know? Raw food is like, more why healthy. Why do we want to cook warm stuff up? What's the point? All you're gonna do? Why is does it have to be fire though? Why not just like use the power of the sun to heat up a one a rock and then use that as a hot plate? Like, so it's like half cooked food. You know what, what if I mean? you live in a cold climate? Well, I yeah. don't know. Just move, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just fucking move. <laughs> just fucking, fucking move, you dummy. You're right. This is the, these are the kind of stupid fucking idiotic arguments that people come up with and, and are able to kind of posit forwards as, as reasons for why, you know, dumb stuff. Like, like, like it's the problem we have at the moment with climate change and all these other things. That people just don't believe... So many people don't believe that it's a thing, and it's like, what? I'll How tell you, you, but it's not... purely because everybody apparently these days their fucking opinion is is worth something. It's not. I, I write a daily your blog. Your opinion is not worth something. I get it. It's not about your opinion. Oh, in my opinion, climate. What the fuck do you know about it? Yeah. Shut God, up and listen to people who've this. actually studied it, and listen Let's to them. Let's get out of this. It just drives me mad. Stop. I don't care about your stupid opinion, idiots. The idiots' opinions should be disregarded. We've done that, and we got this far, and now we start listening to the idiots again. Well, I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree here, Flex, because uh, <laughs> so I've got I've got opinions that I hold dear to my heart because um, sometimes I read something. Um, oh yeah. Not even actually. Sometimes I hear something on the radio. Um, sometimes I overhear someone else listening to something. Five on the radio. seconds of information, and um, I've got this unique ability i don't know if you guys have this where i the mere mention of a topic i master it almost straight away 
but I know everything yeah. there is to know about it. I give it I um, give it a few seconds of thought, and because my brain is such a galaxy brain, yeah, it just that's it. I've cracked it, yeah. and I've made up my mind. I got all sorts of like dormant information because like I think my brain was like part of a supercomputer in a previous life or something. So it's all just waiting there to be. It triggered. could be that, or it could be uh, another dimension like CERN leaking yeah. into so your somebody brain. mentions climate change, and all of a sudden. The archives boot up and like all this information is available to me and it's like I'm like I'm like Johnny Mnemonic like I, I'm plugged in I see the Matrix Johnny Mnemonic I what know, a reference I know what oh my going on. god what that a was reference. that was weird because like Keanu Reeves had this like a lot of these actors they had like a, a fallow period where they were like oh yeah Keanu Reeves yeah he did Point Break and that was kind of big and then he started making things like Johnny Mnemonic which was garbage and then along comes the Matrix and Keanu Reeves is suddenly a superstar again. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. Okay. In 2021. Okay. This is when it's set. Johnny is a mnemonic courier with a data storage device implanted in his brain. Yeah. Guess how much it can hold. Uh, this was written in 1995. It can hold 80 gigabytes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 80 gigabytes of, of text is a lot though. Uh, like if it's but just he, text information. He acquires a compression unit that effectively doubles the amount but help. I'm pretty sure Johnny Mnemonic had like uh, YouTube videos playing in his mind and stuff as well. So like that's they right. Would have been, yeah, yeah. Because they would up the storage. They have, but they need him to. Uh, they need him to carry 320 gig. Right. He accepts this, knowing that it will. The overflow will be uploaded directly into his brain. I, I have the information, but it's so fragmented. I have to watch it at 420p because <laughs> I don't have enough storage. What a what a world where that was like. 80 gig. Yeah, well, wait, wait. When did that movie come out, though? It was a long time ago. Must have been. I'd say 97. Yeah, I remember seeing the VHS at, like, 95. Blockbuster for that, like, when it came out. It was out. only 96 minutes long. Yeah. That, they used to make okay. movies short. They used to be an hour and a half. If you went over that, it was they like, did. Mm, two hours was, like, quite a big deal. Movies were shorter. Yeah, they were, Like, yeah. did, do people nowadays have, like... Do, what Like, like most movies these days, like, Avengers Endgame was, like, three hours long, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like... Is that standard now? I think they, like, got, they try to compete with um, docu-series and stuff, like uh, drama series, right? Book Long, sets and shit, yeah. right? So, People don't just want to throw away cliche. I, th I think, honestly, audiences have, have genuinely matured where uh, the things that we accept as television and, and that can get into are more complicated. And I'm not to say we're smarter, but I think the way we consume television has changed. I mean, think about, I know people will have their opinions about the way Game of Thrones ended. I don't want to get into them. I, I wasn't happy with it. But anyway, the point is, that was a lot of TV. And a lot of people had watched it and were invested in it. And that's unheard of, really, in the past, to have a TV show that runs for that long and is that detailed and has that much sex and violence and complexity. And movies have gone the same way. They're, they're, I mean, you can say what you like about Avengers, but if you look at the superhero movies and even the action movies in general that were big in the 70s and 80s, there's no friggin' way that any studio would have said, three hours and you want like 15 movies? Yeah, no problem. Like, that's, it, everything's changed. Everything's changed. It seems, it seems a bit... The Jurassic World was only just over two hours. It was garbage. When I was watching it, I was thinking, I could really use another hour of this shit. <laughs> they just knew it was garbage. Jurassic World? I don't even think I saw it. I I can't. 
I don't know if I've seen like that many bad movies. Like I just have um, excellent taste. I guess I just pick the good ones, <laughs> or like I don't know, maybe it, like I I still use like Rotten Tomatoes to get like an idea yeah. of how things have been. I reviewed. use Metacritic as what I, I use that quite often as well because that that's quite good. Uh, that like takes the average of all the reviewers, right? Um, and you can see like the guys from the Christian Gazette didn't like it, so I'm like, oh, this is probably pretty good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you can find all the different reviews yeah. out there. I can't like uh, like most most movies I go to are kind of like um, I don't go to many. So that's the thing. Like you know, I, I, it's not like I don't go see a movie a week or something like that. It's, I guess some people no. do that. Like fuck, what the I hell? used to when I was at university. Sure, we used to go all the time <clears throat> sure. to, to the movies. We we're talking the other day about uh, good war movies and like. Um, Somebody, There's not many. Somebody was saying that they didn't like Saving Private Ryan. They didn't like the story in it. Some people didn't like the second half of like Full Metal Jacket. Right. And um, some somebody's saying they didn't like Apocalypse Now, which is kind of, oh, wow. kind of crazy. But it, it's a weird one, right? Like older movies. Like I, I can't remember if a movie is good or I can't say for certain that a movie is good. Because if I watched a movie when I was like 18, at the time it might have seemed good. But if I were to watch it now... I might think this movie's garbage. Like I don't even know why I liked it in the first place, sort of thing, right? And there's a bit of nostalgia as well. I guess there? so, like, yeah. But like, like when I watch Arnie movies, I still love them for what they are. Yeah. Like The Running Man is objectively a terrible film, but I love it because it's just Arnie. It's just very watchable. It's such a stupid movie, and you know, I I used to love it when I was like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. Watch The Running Man. I liked uh, I liked Commando as well when I was. Yeah, that's a great. That movie. was a good one. <laughs> So the movie that, for some reason, I've told this before, that I always ended up watching was Jason and the Argonauts. It's like, for, for some fucking reason, it was like, you know, my parents got a new TV, you know, it was a huge CRT thing. And we had everyone over, like my cousins and my uncle and stuff, and we all watched, it just turned it on, you know, because we didn't have a you know VHS to play or anything. But we just watched TV and it just happened to be Jason and the Argonauts on there. And we just watched it fucking loads of times. I was talking to Ben last week and... Um, He's been painting up like um, an army of like stone statues and skeletons, kind of Jason the Argonaut style like um, stuff. Right. And while he was painting it, he watched it with his son, who's like four, I think. Um, and they they and it holds up fine. Actually, it was like stop motion animation on the on the creatures. It wasn't CGI, but it wasn't it wasn't in that era when it was bad CGI. Yeah. It was, it was like you know it's 1963, so it was before any CGI at all. And so they had to use kind of these weird, like janky stop motion effects. But actually, that like weirdly, it's weird how like it's that still looks okay. They were like, revolutionary you know, at the time. Like it was Ray Harryhausen yeah. became like a household name because a he has an awesome name, and also everybody that saw the movie was like, "This is incredible! Like this is really good." And like you said, it, it, I think as well if if the acting and the the way it's shot and everything stands up. It doesn't matter if the effects aren't great. I mean, if you look at the original Star Wars movies, the effects aren't great. Oh, man. But it's like, it, it's enough. You know, I mean, the lightsaber effects, to me, are still absolutely phenomenal and 100% stand up because it just looks so cool. The original Star Wars looks fine. I mean, it was remastered, been remastered twice uh, now. The remastered, yeah. um, But like, they, they, it looked great to begin with, apart from certain bits like the original Jabber and stuff was a bit of a disaster. Well, that wasn't but. in the film. Bear that in mind. Oh, but the bit where okay, he's walking. So you're talking in, um, about the re-release, like when Han walks uh, around yeah, the back of. That's the, right. He's walking around. None of that was in the original movie. Mosaicely, that was the right? that was Lucas messing with Star Wars. 
So, oh, by the way, talking about reboots, they're, they're, they're talking about remaking The Matrix. What? Yes. So they were, it was 1999 they it came been, out. They have been, They want to do it again. That was 20 years ago. In Hollywood terms, that's eons. So they may as well but, remake oh. it. The Matrix was, talk about cult films like Jason the Uggles, The Matrix. It was, I mean, I watched The Matrix in philosophy class <laughs> at school because it was this kind of like thing that was like, considered to be an interesting idea it was a it was um, a genre def, you know it was huge it was uh, the matrix was so big there were references to it everywhere the whole bullet time thing was they like still are. blew people's mind the and matrix even, is like, a the, huge movie yeah the bullet time and also like yeah, the, yeah. the scene like where they're fighting through the the lobby and stuff yeah. you know those iconic super iconic, iconic action sequences I, I still watch the matrix and i still love remaking it remaking and rebooting stuff blows my mind i don't understand how anybody can get excited for it like it's like with wow classic and like warcraft 3 reforged and stuff why why like you can play these games well not wow classic i guess but like well, just play them they're they're there they exist they've already been made you're gonna pay money to play these games again uh, and watch these movies again, and they're not going to be as good as the originals. Like, the, but you're not the audience for the new Matrix. Uh, I know, but still, I mean, like, if you fuck showed the Matrix me. to a bunch of fourteen-year-olds now, they'd be like, "This is lame." <sighs> but if you redid it with Chris Pratt or someone, I'm sure they'd be like, "This is not lame." This you is, know, they'd like, "This is awesome." This is pretty oh rare. Oh my god! So, so in the Matrix, Keanu Reeves and Hugo Weaving both got injured training for it. Keanu Reeves got a fucking cervical, like neck, neck, like compression. Cervical? And had to have neck surgery. Right. So, so, His cervix cer was compressed spine. during His the. His cervix got compressed by during the, um, during the filming of The Matrix. <laughs> he, nice. he, he, he had a two level fusion of his spine, which began to cause paralysis in his legs. Christ. So he had to have neck surgery. Hugo Weaving had to undergo hip surgery after he sustained an injury. And then obviously, I think part of this obviously caused them to be a little bit like, I guess like not stiff necessarily, but apparently like Keanu Reeves didn't kick much in the movie. But I mean, I wonder where the stuff like this like ended up actually <laughs> enhancing it, you know, yeah. because it made them feel more kind of... A lad with a dicky back and a guy with a bad hip have a fight. Yeah, it made him feel more like computerized, you know, in a sense, like in that world. It didn't feel like it was just... You know, everything about The Matrix did feel like, just had that little tinge to like, that it was in another, it was in the digital world, you know, like gave, gave it away. Like just everything about it, man. Sorry, I'm just thinking about no, The that's Matrix. Fine. I, I, like I wish they would stop this. I, I can't wait for this like trend to end the remaking of things. It's not, a, it's not a trend. They're never going to stop. It's garbage. It's always Fuck. happened. They've always remade oh, movies that did well. So, it, but The Force Awakens is a Star Wars remake. Jurassic World is a Jurassic Park remake. It's almost like, shocked, they, they like feel the like flipping it. the Jurassic World. I was like, it's the same movie what, like they it's just, literally the wait, same that's movie. Jurassic I've never seen it I thought it was just like a continuation of the so what they just it, remade it's meant to be it's meant to be but it basically feels like it feels like a continuation in the same way that The Force Awakens feels like a remake of Star Wars I like, mean they did it's, Jumanji it's fine. again they did Jumanji again. That's right. Yeah, they redid Jumanji. They did. We um, could list. We could list. Total Recall. They redid that. Didn't they redo they did, RoboCop yeah. as well? They did. Yeah. RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. It was. Terrible. I mean, obviously, like there are continuing series too. Like James Bond twenty five is coming out in like next next April or something like this. Um, so that's you know that's something which is an incredibly long running series. How many James Bond movies are there now? Twenty five. Given that you just said it's called James Bond oh, twenty five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
If only we knew. 30, 40. <laughs> the next Bond, at one point, people were saying like it should be a woman, but apparently they've said that, that it's never going to happen. It's Daniel Craig again. Is it? Yeah. Because weren't they going to get Idris Elba to be Bond at one point, or they were talking about it? Everyone thinks Idris Elba will be Doctor Who or, or James Bond. Yeah. Everyone, he was, he's tipped for everything, and, and um, they did make a, a lady a lady Doctor You'll Who. You'll always just be strange to me, old Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell! Stringer motherfucking Bell. You got the floor. Yeah, that's good, <laughs> the, the wire. I heard... Um, I heard The Boys was worth yeah, watching. Yeah, Flax is telling excellent. us about that, yeah. I came through it. This was actually at Yogcon. I watched like four episodes a night. Ah, Boys. Probably why I was so tired, but it, it is excellent. Right. It is such a good series. It's only eight episodes long. Perfect. I don't want to fl- flip in 22 episodes where it's all dragged out. It's a really good tight story. The characters are excellent. It's based on a comic book that Tom said is really good. Tom Clark. He was like, yeah, I read the comics. They were really good. And he was asking me yeah, all these questions. Is this in it? Is by, this in it? Um, Garth Ennis, who did Preacher, which I, I loved. And Preacher has been made loads of times. But to I didn't like the TV movies, show. It's been terrible. But I've read all yeah. the Preacher comics, and they are bonkers. I read them all. And they are great. Yeah, they are good. It's quite, it's quite dark, I hear, which is quite yeah, nice. Yeah, Preacher is proper dark. Nice. Yeah. The Boys. Um, I'll have to check that boys. out. I haven't been watching anything. I think the last thing I watched was season four of Gamora, which I, I binged through in like two days. I loved it. But I've been watching The Office. Um, my kids really like The Office for some reason. Even though when I watch them, watch it with them, they're not laughing much. But the American They're just one. kind of watching. Yeah, oh. they're just watching it. And I'm just like, you, do you guys get that? Like, so many of the jokes go straight over their head. But they just love it. They sit there with a grin on their face watching it. They laugh at, like, the, the, the more uh, sort of obvious slapsticky stuff, like when Dwight punches Michael in the stomach. Yeah, a bunch of people uh, at YogCon told me that I should watch the uh, US one. It's good. You really should. Yeah. It's good. It's very funny. So, uh, you know, when we did the the last Triforce that we did on stage, and I was yeah. I was talking about backwash. Remember I started talking about yeah, backwash yeah. and drinks? Yeah. So um, this, um, this girl comes up to me in one of the signing queues, and she's like, oh, Sips, nice to meet you. I was like, yeah, nice to meet you too. She's like... Um, I had a, a real problem with uh, the Triforce Live, and I said, oh, what, you didn't like it? Like, was it no good or whatever? She's like, no, no, I liked it, but the backwash story was so gross that I had to get up and run to the bathroom and almost throw up. Like, it just oh my God. triggered something in me. Oh, my God. That, that it's like the exaggerated laughter Yeah, yeah. People, and I, but also the exaggerated, I, uh, I just thought that was crazy. I don't, I don't. I can't recall a, a time where I've ever told a story that's made somebody feel physically sick. So I don't know. Well, that's because you just don't know who was this. I guess. You? I guess no so. Idea. Yeah. So I just found that really interesting that somebody almost was sick off the back of the backwash story. I'll be honest with you. Watching Lewis eat that can of corn with burger sauce in live on stage when we did, I can't remember, what was it? One of the proper job segments. Yeah. I was actually gagging. Really? Like I, that I, was, I, I actually was like, I was gagging. Oh. Like I was actually oh, retching. It was awful. That was awful. That was so bad. Jeez. It, didn't, it doesn't even sound that bad, but it was really It was real so bad. grim. And I was like, there's no way I could do this. Like I would literally be sick right here on stage if I, if I did that. I, I, I don't know. Like uh, I, I would gag if, if we were on stage and there was just like an open diaper full of shit on stage that would make me gag i would be like it never bothered me the diapers the smell of puke makes me gag a bit as well like especially if you have to clean up like your kids puke that there's no getting around it never smells good i think it's deliberately i think it's deliberately yeah like that because i think if if you're in a tribe of people and one of them's being sick 
because they've eaten something bad, you know, you should probably also be sick before you get sick. But isn't sick. it crazy? So like, think- like, you know, there's, there's probably like uh sub communities and videos out there. People who like sex puke and like, you know, drink. Puke there is and, a big, that's a big thing. That is so gross. And then yeah. the shit eating as well. Like, Oh my bacon, God. It's so putting gross. Shit onto a baking <laughs> tray and putting it in the oven and stuff. Like what the there's fuck? A, there's a website I go to called the worst things for sale. Yeah. And there's a penis attachment that turns your urethra into like the sprinkler on a garden hose so you, oh you put it God. down your dick hole and it takes the pee and sprays it out like the end of a watering can the way it's sort of perforated like that right. fucking this what? is a thing that people need in their life apparently what the hell what what site is it called because if you're peeing on what? a lot of people i guess this is more efficient maybe it just keeps your pee quiet no. so you don't wake up your spouse yeah in but the, it would in think how night. big your toilet bowl would have to be that you're not just peeing everywhere oh man <laughs> Maybe you want to water the plants when you pee. I'm just thinking of alternative wholesome uses for that. Uh, yeah, I, there ain't any. I'm sorry. So what? It okay. makes your pee mm-hmm. like sprinkle, like like post-sex pee, like that, where it just like it sprays everywhere because right. Yeah, I, I don't know if putting this in would help or just exacerbate the situation. Also, it, it would be incredibly painful to put a little metal. Yeah, thing. I wouldn't want to put anything in my dick hole. Like uh, no, please. It's like a form of torture, Nothing. right? That's what they do when they apprehend you and they want to find out the state secrets they put candles down there right tell us oh, the secrets I, no i will oh, not i'm just and then they put like a then it is rusty, happy birthday to your penis yeah then they put happy a rusty birthday. dart into your dick hole and they're like now tell <laughs> no, us the secrets they put a candle, oh, they put a candle. one of those ones that you can't blow it out you blow it out and you think you and then it <laughs> one, one one drop of <laughs> a relighting one drop candle. of hot wax onto your dick hole it covers it up oh yeah 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 Oh, I think yeah, yeah. a lot of men have just clenched their their butops. Yeah, sorry, together we've ruined the last terror. five minutes of this podcast by making people think about all of the worst things they can. What's but the new like? Uh, back in the day, you had like Rotten.com, right? Is that still a thing? Yeah. It's- oh, let's not even go onto this. Fortunately, the internet is much safer right, okay. now. There are dark areas that you can go to if you want to, but there used to be a time when we were constantly being shown shock images and all yeah, this horrible yeah. stuff. But man, it, you don't, do you know what the internet is? Is people are a lot better now. Are they? I hardly get. <laughs> what are you I talking even get about? Rolled, it's gotten a lot you know? worse somehow. You're crazy. We've uh, we've evolved what? past needing to see shock images into like other things, right? Like uh, I don't oh, need to God. go into details. I, you're very very far away. Backwash, the backwash, backwash videos. Talk and stuff. People just getting loads of backwash into oh, their drinks. And on that bombshell. Oh my God! Imagine imagine in Star Wars the original movie. You know when they get pushed into like the garbage chute or whatever. Imagine instead of all garbage, it's just backwash down there. Like just those big chunks <laughs> of like. Oh my God! And there's just a bit of corn in Please there no. and burger sauce. This this poor girl is having a run off again. Is this cola? That we're in oh my god what are these chunks oh my it's god pasta. i think it's just the language you use like saying chunks, chunks. yeah you know, i no, just don't, i think chunks is just a very unpleasant i just tune out um yeah yeah well anyway sorry anyway. To, to the to the to the nice lady that i spoke to that i almost made barf uh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel sick to your stomach. You just did it again, though. How sorry are you? You literally just brought it up again. She could just fast. Much like someone you can't being fast sick. forward a live show. This one she can, right? She's like, oh shit, he's about to talk about it again. Just skip. It's true. You know, skip. True. It's close enough to the end of the podcast that she She's can just probably skip fall the rest, asleep you know? by now. Anyway, like yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. Most people skip the last five minutes of podcast because they're all full of fucking. Hours I find anyway. we come to life in the last five minutes. I think our last yeah, five we know minutes it's almost are. Over. 
like, you know, pretty... The golden time. Golden time, yeah, absolutely. Here's an advert. We golden still have hour. a Patreon, don't forget. Although Patreon. we did start off we strong do. with Muesli Man. That was like at the start yeah, of the good. podcast, right? So, oh well. With the rap, yeah, Also, the forget. Bodega book shipped like two days ago or yesterday or something. Nice. So, oh, so you, by next week it, we'll have yeah, an idea of you how, should have it. what the feedback The is. reviews will be out. I can read some. They're going to be horrible, I know. Uh, but we'll see. The idea of, of reviewing the book is very scary to me, but we'll we'll see. So we'll, we'll read those next week. Okay. There you go. Good. That is it. Thank you. We have a Patreon. You can support us if you want. Um, PFLAX needs some money. Uh, and uh, PFLAX, you're in China next week, aren't you? Yes. So, next week already. Um, Holy crap. Yeah. Jeez. I, I had to sort out uh, visas and stuff like that. So I'm not flying out uh, when I thought I was. Right. Um, but I will be flying out at some point next week. Right. Okay. And then I'll be gone. So we might... For a we week. might not have a podcast. Oh, you're only there for a week. I thought it was two weeks. No, well, it was gonna be. Uh oh, but yeah, visa things. Visa, it's okay. visa things. Visa v. Ripperino. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. See you next Bye. time. Love you lots. Bye. Bye.